Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Nigro again with our next episode of Psychology Unplugged. Thank you so much to all of our followers, um, new and old. Uh, we really appreciate um, the feedback and the attention and the confidence that you guys have shown and expressed in Julie and myself. And there she is, none other than Julie. Um, <clears throat> So just want to always like start out these episodes with a heartfelt uh, thank you and appreciation for feeling us and uh, making us, motivating us to continue to do this podcast uh, because in the field of psychology, psychiatry, there really is no paucity of topics and subjects. And um, I've had a fun week as always talking with so many people or texting or emailing. Julie and I are still trying to get rid of this colds with my voices uh, a little raspy please forgive me as we um, <clears throat> do this episode uh, <clears throat> so if I haven't gotten back to you uh, continue to reach out to me I will do my best I promise uh, but it's been a really fun journey and uh, it's been really fun meeting people from around the world uh, talking with people and much appreciation for everybody who's come out to see me for neuropsychy bells and trusting my uh, ability level. So thank you, and uh, Julie may or may not pop in. Uh, so, you know, I've, as, as we've... As we've, this podcast has grown and the audience has grown, um, you know, I still do a lot of these extemporaneously and off the top of my head, but I've been more diligent about being a little bit more copious with taking notes and finding things that um, are insightful and, and places to point people and please forgive our instagram page we are doing the best we can i think we have somebody who may be able to help us which is be able to post some reels so you're not looking at the home screen of my iphone for you know five seconds before whatever plays but we find hopefully what we have posted you found to be helpful and motivating which is a huge part of this podcast. I think a huge part of the field of mental health is to be a voice of encouragement. So um, Julian sent me something the other day uh, by a guy that she follows named Ben Fogel. And I don't really follow him. I don't really follow I follow Bruce Springsteen. Um, you know, we're looking forward to going to his show in Boston. Uh, I think we're going to fly back home to Chicago and see him at Wrigley Field, uh, try to get as many chances to see him this year. And hopefully I will get the chance uh, to meet him at some point, which would be a lifelong dream. Uh, but Julie had sent me this post uh, by Ben Fogel, and I'm, I'm going to read it to you at first, and then I'm going to kind of go back um, and talk about each of the different lines or stanzas, because I think there's so much to expound upon, and I think what he wrote was was really, really incredible. You can follow him, um, you follow him on Instagram, his name is Ben Fogel, F-O-G-L-E, and it goes like this, be happy with who you are, now what others want you to be. Remember that just because someone carries it well does not mean it's easy. Comparison is the thief of joy. Don't forget that social media is an edited snapshot of who we are. It is part of us, but not the sum of us. We are all clouds and sunshine. We all suffer anxieties and doubts. We all have vulnerabilities. We all, have, we all are our own worst critics. I am often full of self-doubt, deafened by a loud inner voice of mischievous insecurity that taunts me. Try not to listen to the voices in your head to follow your heart. Remember that our imperfections are our strengths. 
They make us who we are and help create our unique personalities. Don't chase someone else's life. Try to make the most of your own. Fill it with your own hopes and dreams. And do not underestimate the, yourself by comparing yourself with others. It will only make you feel inadequate, but most importantly, be true to yourself. As Andre Gide once said, It is better to be hated for who you are than to be loved for someone you are not. Be bold, be strong, be ambitious, be positive, be you. I think that is an incredibly articulate and well-written um, summation of I, maybe the human experience, but you know, the totality of, of humanity and all the pain and blessings that we encounter on a daily basis through our lives. Um, so... Um, I'm going to go through this kind of line by line and, and kind of expound upon it because I think it's so rich and there's so much depth to it. Um, be happy with who you are, not what others want you to be. So much easier said than done. We are our own worst critics, including myself. Uh, from we, we doubt our appearance to our ability level to our, our work ability to our parenting styles. Uh, it's a very easy thing to be happy with who you are uh, and not what others want you to be. And I think it can become even more difficult if you grew up in an environment with negative messages about you need to be more of this and less of this. You need to weigh a certain amount. You need to dress a certain way. And, and sometimes standards are superimposed on children that really impact the developing sense of self and who they are. So, you know, I think as a function of getting older, the opinions of people tend to matter less, uh, at least for my, myself. Um, again, not that old, but you know, we try to buffer. Uh, we try to buffer ourselves from you know the negativity that's in the world. Uh, next, remember that just because someone carries it well does not mean it's easy. This is a very common thing that we all do. We think that everybody's lives are better than they are. If they drive a better car, if they live in a better town, if they have a certain type of you know, looking spouse, if their children are, you know, have certain careers. Um, you know, we all know what, what the acronym ASSUME stands for. There's no need to repeat it. Julie's the one that swears on the show. I don't. It doesn't mean I don't swear. It's just I try to keep the program clean. Um, but just because someone carries it well, uh, it doesn't mean it's easy for them. And I think the higher you go in life, whether that's uh, professionally, uh, personally, uh, I've noticed it in, in, in myself as, as with the podcast and with, uh, you know, just you know, building a reputation that, you know, you're, you're held to a higher standard. And that's something that I, I take very seriously and um, never purport to call myself an expert in anything. Um, I view myself as a perpetual student and learner uh, with, a, with a good acumen of, of clinical and textbook knowledge and life experience and practical clinical experience. But it, it's don't, I think it's important that we don't always assume that everybody has it easier than us. And, you know, his next thing is comparison is the thief of joy. You know, say you get something, you know, just take a, you know, you get this awesome game for Christmas, Super Mario Brothers, and you find out that your friend gets uh, Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda. Um, 
it it you know when you open that that package and you get Super Mario Brothers, you're so elated. But when you talk to your friend and they got two video games, you got one. It almost makes that video game that you got almost meaningless. Stop comparing yourselves to other people. It will steal your joy. It will. St- and again, this is the, the, the a fundamental mistake that we make is everybody's life is easier than our own. And, you know, his, his next point, I think, is one something I've talked about with my patients ad nauseum, especially my younger patients. Um, don't forget that social media is an edited snapshot of who we are. It is a part of us, but not the sum of us. People post only what they want you to see. They post the idyllic portraits of their vacations, of their cars, of their tanning, of their lives, of their family of the restaurants that they're at, of, of, of the meals that they're eating, uh, they're in front of the Eiffel Tower. People po- only post parts of their lives that are picturesque and, and can certainly lead for other people to, to look at themselves and say, well, you know, I'm going, they're in Paris, Italy, they're in Paris, France, and my husband's taking me to Paris, Texas. Um so I think, you know, looking at, the, you know, I try to stay off as much of social media as I can. Obviously, you guys realize based on our Facebook or Instagram account, I can't really figure it out. So um, <clears throat> it's, a da- it's a dangerous tool. Uh, you know, it do- does it help connect us and unite us uh, on, on a global level? Yes. But it's really important to take things in context. It is just the snapshot. Um we are all clouds and sunshine. And I think this is the yin and the yang. It's kind of like I've talked about the tattoos I have on my one my hand. I have a picture of a hammer or a tattoo of a hammer. And I have a tattoo of a fiery lantern that we walk through life and we create and that we destroy. And that the good times come to us and that's the sunshine. And that the clouds come to us and that's the darkness. That's where the insecurities pop in. That's where the depression pops in. Is It's in the darkness. You know, Julie always sometimes will use the term the night vultures. And that's where our mind can really do a number on us. But it's also important to remember that you are the architects of your lives. You're the architects of your mind and your thought processes. And your thoughts will drive your behaviors and will drive your emotions. Uh, we all suffer anxieties and doubts. Absolutely. Every one of us, uh, I, by nature, I'm a pretty laid back, calm person from the Midwest, but anxiety is something that I, I've, I've dealt with. Um, just being an anxious person, Julie's an anxious person. Uh, self-doubt, I don't think is always a bad thing. I think self-doubt is very different than self-depreciation or self-deprecation. Uh, self-doubt is can be a catalyst for us to advance our lives, for us to move forward, to maybe improve in areas that we want to excel in. We're, we're, we're self where self-deprecation kind of comes in is when we're overly hard on ourselves and are not going to entertain the possibility of trying to overcome obstacles because of some irrational belief that we are simply incapable of it. Um, we all have our vulnerabilities. Yes, we do. Uh, vulnerability is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. Um, I've noticed, you know, just my relationship with Julie being completely vulnerable is what's helped me growing in in my love and affection for her. And vulnerability is, is, it's okay. It's okay to be raw. It's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say, I'm unsure. It's, it's almost liberating 
to not have to feel this, this burden of having to be Superman or some superhero and have to know everything. Um, we all have specialties. We all have gifts. We all have talents. No one's job is any more important than anybody else's. Just because I have a bunch of degrees on my wall and letters in front of my after my name doesn't make me any better than anybody else. And I think it's a really important thing that we don't compare ourselves because that will lead to the, the, the self-doubt. That will lead to self-deprecation. That will lead to anxiety. That will lead to depression. Um, next slide. We are our own worst critics. Raising my hand, I am my own worst critic. Um constantly reevaluate myself not to a level that's pathological but i think i've done it in a way that has helped me to become better and better and better at what i do uh, but that inner voice inside our head if it's our own voice i'm not talking about hallucinating but if it's our own voice can really do a number on us and you know uh, the mind and the brain are not separate. Um, this is what Rene Descartes called Cartesian dualism, that the brain and the mind were separate, and they're not. They're, they're, they're one united entity. Um, what he says is, I am often full of self-doubt, deafened by a loud inner voice of mischievous insecurity that taunts me. Again, back to the self-doubt, back to what are the voices that are playing in your ear? Are you on an elevator that has stopped and the record, it just keeps going around and around and around? Um, or are you able to, to get off of the next floor and the music disappears? Uh, or are you choosing to stay on the elevator? So, you know, we all take different paths and, and different routes, but that can lead us in that place of being stuck, which can lead to feeling hopeless, which can lead to feeling helpless, and a whole host and variety of other mental health issues. Um, try not to listen to, to the voice in your head, but follow your heart. I think this is more metaphorical, you know, our thoughts come from our heads and our hearts, but I think this also talks about passion. Follow your passion. We only get one shot at this life. And, you know, God gives us the grace for today. We don't have the grace for tomorrow. Tomorrow will come with its own set of problems, and, and God will give us the, for the grace for today. But if there's something that you want to pursue, and there's something you want to become, don't allow yourself to be your own worst enemy. Whether you want to go back to school, don't let student loans stop you. Don't let negative messages of what people told you that you can't become stop you. You are people, we are all much more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. And so we have to stop looking for external validation from other people, from the world, even though we fundamentally crave it as a child, even children who've been horribly abused by their parents. I've worked with them. They seek this, this primal instinctual desire. Am I good enough now, mom? Am I good enough now, dad? Stop the social comparison. Be your own architect. Be your own captain, your own navigator. Well, that mindset is so powerful. Um, it, 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 it's almost transcendent. Uh, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. But, you know, another thing, one of the uh, another tattoo that I have on my life is I have that uh, highway, a highway of uh, of hope and dreams and a highway of regret. And the, the one thing I've always said that I never wanted to live my life was with regret. Um, you know, we can say, you know, you can try and maybe it didn't work out, but to live a life of regret can be incredibly debilitating. So if you have something you want to pursue, pursue it. Be independent of the outcome. Um, 
Remember that our imperfections are our strengths. Yes, we all have imperfections. Uh, some people cover them up like the narcissist or the histrionic, but we all have our, our scars and uh, what we're, we're, we're good at. Um, like, you know, imperfections, I think maybe is a strong word, uh, but we all have our, our, our weaknesses and, and shortcomings. But if we had the aptitude and the ability and the means, most of us can overcome a, a vast majority of short, shortcomings through through practice and practice and practice and practice and more practice. Um, um, you said that remember our imperfections are our strengths. They make us who we are and help create our unique personalities. And we are all unique, whether that's from just a, a, a typical individual or somebody with a diagnosable mental health condition or personality disorders. Our personalities are unique to ourselves. Um, this is a really good one. Don't chase someone else's life. Try to make the most of your own. Now, we all have heroes. We all have people that we, we look up to. But but to sacrifice your individuality, to step into someone else's shoes, if God wanted you to be in their shoes, he would have put you there. If God wanted you to live at that address, he would have given you that address. If God wanted you to be with that person, you would have been with that person. Sometimes we have to take our, our, our ideologies and place them on the altar or place them in a higher level. Um especially when anxiety sets in and self-doubt and fear and depression that we have to turn to something bigger. Um, but don't chase someone else's life because you're making the assumption that that life is, is, is better, that that life is um, going to make you happy. Um, fill your life with your own hopes and dreams. Do not underestimate yourself by comparing yourself with others. It will only make you feel inadequate. Um, definitely will make you feel inadequate if you, if you, if you are constantly perceiving yourself, whether it's in your professional life, your personal life, you're comparing yourself to how someone else treats their partner. You know, he writes poetry to her and, you know, but he, you know, scratches her back or whatever. Stop comparing, you know, be, be, be authentic to who you are, but also be open to change and be open to growth. And I love this quote by Andre, uh, Andre Gide. It is better to be hated for who you are than to be loved for someone you are not. I think that is the epitome of authenticity, living an authentic life. You know, like me for who I am, not for who you want me to be or who you think I should be. And like me for who I am now, not when I become something that you expect me to be. Uh, forgiveness, I think, is a huge part of this process as well. People don't get replaced grudges stop holding them people screw up we've all screwed up we've all said things and done things that we wish we could take back and sometimes we we, we can't but we can move on and we can forgive and we can learn because it can tell you what someone who's lost two parents and people who don't get replaced it sucks and i don't want to live with regrets you know it doesn't mean you're not going to get upset with people or people aren't going to disappoint us because that's the nature of, of, of society of, of, of civilization of humanity you know that's how we grow you grow through pain you grow through forgiveness and you know life isn't always fair but no one said it would be no one said it would be an easy ride but i think it's great to have that you know this this axiom to kind of ingrain in your head it's better to be hated for who you are than to be loved for someone you are not um not that anybody wants to be hated, but if you like me, great. That's awesome. If you don't, that sucks, but I'm not going to change who I am. I, 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 I like me. 
You know, it doesn't mean we aren't all perpetual riders on this train of trying to figure out what's the next course of our life going to be and who, who are we going to become and, and what aspects or what different directions we want to pursue. But be authentic to yourself. Julie, anything? Uh, so I, I, you know, I'm really glad that Julie sent me this. Uh, again, it's Ben Fogel. Uh, hopefully I was able to break it down and give a little more explanation to what he was trying to get across. But um, again, we are more resilient than we give ourselves credit for, even in the throngs of despair and desolation and desperation and isolation. Um, but, you know, be yourself, be authentic, be proud of who you are. Uh, stop looking at everybody else's life and thinking that they have it so much better because, you know what, I've worked with a lot of people who on the outside, they thought they, they had everything together and they were in so much pain that they were miserable. And I've worked with people who have had absolutely nothing and were as happy as can be. So it's really all a matter of perspective and, and how we how we navigate our perceptions of ourselves. Um, so again, it, it, it's, it's spooky out there and we're influenced by a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, remember, you are in control of the direction of your life. So until next time, uh, feel free to reach out to me at psychologyunplugged at outlook.com. You can get a hold of me directly through Psychology Today. You can follow us on Facebook at psychology underscore unplugged. What? Oh, geez, not on Facebook. On Instagram, psychology uh, unplugged. Psychology underscore unplugged underscore uh, at Facebook. And we will eventually get this clear. Instagram. Instagram. All right. Psychology. Psychology underscore unplugged underscore on Instagram. And you can reach out to me directly at 617-750-9411 East Coast Standard Time in the United States. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, be well, and I will talk to you guys next week.